everybody. Welcome to Is This a Ghost? I'm Clayton Smith, and every week I tell a real ghost story from real history to my real friend, Patrick Dean, who doesn't take it real seriously. But that's okay. You don't have to, you don't have to believe it. Listen, you don't have to believe in ghosts to listen to this podcast. That's yeah. I think. I mean, I listen to it sometimes, and I don't believe yeah. in ghosts. So. No. Uh, you know who else listens and doesn't? No, you know who should listen? You know they don't believe in ghosts. Is mm. the people who leave really angry Spotify reviews <laughs> that say... You- <laughs> You guys talked about nothing for a long time, and then you talked about a ghost that doesn't exist. Mm. Um, and this is, by the way, if you if you're hey if you're listening and you're thinking you might go to Spotify and say that somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, I don't approve those comments. So don't even you're wasting your time. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not letting those pass the filter. No. So unless yeah. unless mm-hmm. you leave a five star with it, then then maybe. okay, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe. The place you want to leave the bad reviews is Apple Podcasts because I cannot filter those. So if you really, <laughs> you really want to send a message, that's the place to do it. Um, gosh, what else? Oh, we have an announcement. Uh, hey, folks. Pat, so Pat and I, we're sitting here right now. We are having a blast uh, recording this show for you. Mm-hmm. And we do pretty much every Monday. And if you want to sit in while we do a live recording, now you can. On February, is it 26? I should have written the date down before doing this. It's a February. It's a February something. Pick a month in Feb. Pick a Monday in February. (laughs) I'm going to say the 26th. You are correct. On the 26th, yes. February 26th. Come on. Come on over, y'all. On February 26th, you can sit in on us while we do uh, our recording on Zoom. And let me tell you, the Zoom recordings, uh, Jen and Jeremy could tell you, they, there's a lot that's on the cutting room floor. Entirely different. <laughs> they, it's entirely different. Uh, different it's experience. like Pulp Fiction. It's out of order. It doesn't yes. all make sense. One of us gets Oh, it shot very rarely makes sense. comes back. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. One of us curses even more. It's a whole thing. Jen cuts and you a lot can join of us. stuff out. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And you can witness it all for the first time. So if you come, you can join us on February 26th on that Monday, uh, starting at 8.30 Central, 8.30 p.m. Central time. Mm-hmm. We'll start recording. You can go into our private YouTube channel. You can uh, sit in our private YouTube screening room with some of our other friends, virtually speaking. And you can sit there and chat with them in a little chat box. Producer Ryan will be in there with you. You can oh. bug him. Mm-hmm. I love when people bother Ryan a lot. <laughs> he will be moderating, though. So he will have the uh, the power to remove comments. <sighs> that is the, true. Yeah. So you're going to want to... He And he is pretty misanthropic. <laughs> and you're going to want to take that into account. Uh. <laughs> But uh, if you want to sit there and, and watch while we do this live recording, and then we'll do like a Q&A afterward if anyone has, has questions they want to ask. We'll stick around for a few minutes and do that. And you can do that and have some fun with some other uh, iTag fans. And all you have to do is uh, pay us literally whatever you want for a ticket to that. We're not, we are charging uh, at least $1, but you can pay a dollar. You could pay mm-hmm. pay $1,000 if you want. I think we've earned it. Mm-hmm. I would say if you pay a thousand dollars, I'm gonna let you moderate. I'm gonna I'm gonna fire Ryan. Oh my god! <laughs> Can we fire Ryan from his own company? <laughs> Ryan is a new CEO. Yep. I'm sorry, you're being asked to leave, and uh, he's gonna have a hard time saying no because that's more money than he's ever made for this podcast. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. Uh, and if you're interested in that, there's more information on our website. Go to isthisaghost.com slash store. You'll see a little button there for events. And there is one event there. <laughs> it is this one. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> ambitious. We pluralized it. So fingers hey. crossed. We were still, we're still hoping to get Patrick on board for the uh, New Orleans trip that mm-hmm. Ryan and I are doing at the end of March. He's being stubborn about it, mm. but, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> we'll see. 
<laughs> Airfare is insanely expensive, by the way. Hey, so does that does that help wow. uh, shift the needle? Are you like at a all, salesperson or? for this trip or yeah. something? This is great. I run a marketing program, so I know how to do it. Scarcity, <laughs> supply and demand. Uh, anyway, join us. It'll be fun. Probably, probably be fun. Probably be fun. Someone will have fun. I'll do a good story that day. That'll ooh, be one of the good ones. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Everyone should yeah. show up then. <laughs> Please, God, show up. Um, what else? I was surprised to learn, Patrick, that I had to learn from your wife's Instagram post about COVID vaccines Instagram. that you're planning a trip to Disney. Uh, I am. I, well, I'm not. But, I mean, the person we paid money is planning it. She's sure, doing a great you're job. Going, She's doing you're fantastic. going to it. And, yeah. Um, here's what I'll say. When mm. I go to Disneyland... I tell you all the time. I tell you, as soon as I think about going, uh-huh. I call you. Uh-huh. And I say, Patrick, I'm going to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I wanted you to be the first to know before before I tell Aaron or the girls. Yeah, I mean, yeah you. you say, keep it keep it secret from Aaron because I haven't told her yet. And I like had to like quickly delete the text to Aaron. And be yeah, like, oh, yeah. Already <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's just, it's not reciprocal. And that's interesting because, you know, we talk a lot about Disney on here. I thought we'd kind of developed a, mm-hmm. a Disney dad's bond thing. And I guess that's not true. But, um, <laughs> Don't make that face. It's a shame you had to learn about this very publicly, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, been hurtful. Uh, is there any apology you want to make or any details you want to share that you haven't shared with anyone else yet? Doesn't uh, seem like just it. me. I mean, huh. like dates or anything? No, not yeah. gonna, I'm not going to, not going to share dates, that. Obviously. Uh, flight numbers, yeah. hotel, <laughs> all that flight, num- flight numbers. <laughs> How much money do you think this podcast rakes in <laughs> flying to Disney? <laughs> I didn't win the fucking Super Bowl. None of my kids are dying. I'm not flying anywhere. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like a make-a-wish thing for you. Oh. I'm very happy uh, none of my kids are dying. But that, yeah, sure. That being said, <laughs> that's a gut. Yeah. That being said, I am driving a minivan for like 16 hours, and that's going to be on my mind. And if someone's not dead by the end of it, that will be a miracle. <laughs> Maybe a free flight home is what it sounds like to me. <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one other note. Oh, and <laughs> I promised someone I'd do a shout-out for them. So uh, a few weeks ago, a few weeks back, I, I talked about one of my books that's for sale, Apocalypticon, mm-hmm. um, because the, the third book in that series is coming out soon. And uh, one of our UK listeners, Danny Naiman, reached out to me this week, and he was very helpful. He was trying to buy Apocalypticon on my website, um, and he had some issues because my website is bad because I did it myself. Ooh. <laughs> and uh, and he was he he said, hey hey, this is broken um, horribly. Can you? Is there something I should be doing differently? Uh, anyway, so he he trouble he trouble shot with mm-hmm. me. Trouble trouble troubled troubled shoot troubled yeah. shoot sh- yeah. troubled shoot yeah he he troubled, troubled shoot. shoot with me yeah and uh, took a few tries and he kept trying and he finally he finally made it happen so uh, and that revolutionized like, my whole website the accident by like seven copies of the book at that point he thinks he did now on the back end <laughs> I did just hit the plus 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 uh, so hopefully he's not listening to this episode if you click the PayPal button seven times in a row you get seven things that you wanted <laughs> it's amazing. So thank you, Danny, very much. I really appreciate your help. That was great. And he bought my book. So he is, uh, I don't know, he's my favorite listener this week. You've done it, Danny. You've become my favorite listener. Climb to the top of a heap. Yep. yep. And step on a lot of children to get to the top of that heap. And here you are. Yep. Congratulations. Great. Yep. Uh, anything else you want to talk about before we get into the show? I don't have much going on. No. <laughs> okay. It's February now. We're out of it, January. Oh, my God. Oh, I... I I'm sorry. I, I'm I thought little, you might want to. I'm a little hungover that. from celebrating the last three days. <laughs> oh my goodness! I just 
every year, every year when I put January in the rearview mirror, it is, it, it, it's a really special day. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Now, February 1st, obviously, is the first day of that uh, calendar term. Mm-hmm. Correct. Right, uh, traditionally yep. speaking. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I noticed that you didn't also then wish me a happy half birthday on that day, which was a oh, little hurtful. You're still doing that? Okay. That's oh, fine. I'm trying. Yeah. But uh, I, <laughs> I also <laughs> went about four hours into February 1st before I told Erin mm-hmm. uh, that she may want to wish me a happy half birthday. Ooh. And she looked at me dead in the eyes and said, no, I don't want to. <laughs> and uh, and I thought maybe that was like a fun fun game or some like some the, kind of weird foreplay or something. No, it wasn't. It was the, uh, the longer this podcast goes on, the closer I grow to Aaron. I'm not really sure mm, if that's the yeah. goal here, but yeah, I think that's the normal trajectory of, of, of this, <laughs> yeah. relationships with you. You know, your yeah. wife is really a lot nicer than you are. Yeah, uh, the more you get to know me, the more yeah. you like my other half a lot better. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> That hair follicle surgery, you know, they like they, <laughs> they go really and got they, in there with those needles and who boy. Have you seen, do you know how that one works? Hair transplant uh, surgery? Nope. You don't? Oh, buddy. Don't think I'm don't think I'm gonna like to hear it. Go on. So what they do is they go into the back of your head, like down at the bottom of your hairline, right? Uh-huh. And they come through and they uh and they they take a slice out of your neck. They just okay. slice that chunk of your neck out of the you know, the skin, right? Maybe mm-hmm. like a half inch wide something like that and then they sew it back up they like pinch it right and they sew it back up and now they've got like a strip of sod let's call it you know (laughs) i don't like no let's not call it that (laughs) and then what they do is they go into the sod you know they cut cut it away until they find each little follicle and then Mm -hmm. they go into the front of your head up here where you're missing Mm -hmm. the hairs and they sure. take a drill and they drill little tiny holes into each one of where your hair follicles used to be. And they plant each one of the little seedlings. And then you wear like a like gauze on uh, right here because it's obviously bleeding profusely because sure, you've just yeah, been yeah, yeah. drilled in the head. Drilled like in a, the head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after a few weeks, it stops bleeding. Um, but you uh, after that point, you can no longer look down past about... This point, because all that yeah, skin is missing. Your skin, you're tight there. Yeah. So any any okay. t- anytime there's somebody that you're not quite sure if they've gone through with the procedure, ask them if they can touch their chin to their chest, and they can. Uh, <laughs> you either have got the procedure or you have meningitis. So either way, I don't know. Either way, don't time to you. go to a doctor. <laughs> uh, well, I'll say this: it does sound effective. Mm-hmm. Oh, very effective. Extremely goal is to get more hair in front of there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you know effective. that uh, uh, Joe Buck almost died from hair transplant surgery? <laughs> I did not know that. Huh. Uh, He's got a lot of money, right? He's got a lot of endorsement deals and and stuff. And these are the things he chooses to do with his life. He chooses to to give, to to fucking astroturf his head and almost die from it. So. Okay. So. (sighs) What would you do if you had Joe Buck money? If I had Joe Buck money? (sighs) Buddy. What do you do if I had Joe Buck money? I don't think I'd live here anymore. No, probably no. Have a, your basement would be more studio yeah. uh, appropriate, I think. Maybe, or maybe I would, but I dig down. I think that was that's what I would do. I think okay. there's, a, there's a lot more room okay. down than people give. Yeah, credit you'd for. shatter the foundation of your house and yes. put the entire thing at risk to mm-hmm. go down. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Do you know? Do you know how far down you could go with Joe Buck money? Just, uh, pretty far down. Yeah, I mean this this house you have is like a, you could have upside down skyscraper. <laughs> this house is like 25 feet square. I could go so <laughs> far down if you gave me Joe Buck money. I'm willing to bet. 
I'm willing to bet I could go down 300 feet from where I am. Right you could now. have a mantle scraper. Ab's first mantle scraper. I will go down there so far that it would be uncomfortably hot. I would need to install air conditioning at the bottom of my of my my skyscraper hole. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's what I would do if I had Joe Buck money. What would you do? Well, first of all, I like that you're bringing up the center of the earth on this because that's actually going to come into play on in our story today. Oh, it's a p- so that's a nice foreshadowing. Perfect banter. <clears throat> Perfect yes. banter. Uh, if I had Joe Buck money, I would strongly consider forcing Joe Buck to get that very same surgery that he had to cause him that pain, <laughs> I think. So he and I are aligned in that. Uh, um, gosh, what wouldn't I do with Joe Buck money? Mm. I would run out of time before I ran out of Joe Buck money. I'll put it that way. Certainly. And Absolutely. I would probably have a, I would have either an additional or just a different neon sign. I like this one, but I would probably mm-hmm. have a ghost. Probably I'd make a ghost sign. You have a second sign, really. If you really I think like I to. could. I would like to have, if, okay, here's, here's what I would do. If I had, mm. if I had Joe, Joe Buck money, everybody, what I would do is I would make a secret panel in that wall. Mm-hmm. On this side is this neon sign. Cause I do mm-hmm. like it. Right. On the other side of the panel, which faces uh, at this point, the, the uh, f- cat's feeding what? and litter room. What just what? happened to your, to your video feed? What? Oh my God. <laughs> Ghost finger. Can I do it too? You do it. Why? I don't like that. I don't like it. Stop. Why? Why do you need to see? Why? Okay. New, new, new banter. No. What is the point of this? Doesn't do. It does oh. do that. You can literally see me doing it. Right. The whole thing about me putting a thumbs up on what videos, about, you can see me doing the thumbs up. One, it doesn't need a those? second thumbs up. Can you get one of those? Oh, not so cheeky now, are we? This is the dumbest invention. What setting was that? I don't know. How can I turn it on? I don't. There's recognized hand gestures. That's supposed to be. It's off. That's off. Where's why are you? Where do you have an option for recognizing hand gestures? This. uh, Listen. uh, I have the the Joe Buck Zoom. All right. So. Well, this is a delight. You know what? I'm back so on board. This much stupider. I'm you know back what? on board. <laughs> my 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 recognized hand gestures is off, so I don't know what's happening here. Ghosts, I suppose. No. Um. Okay. Hmm. Well. I'm sure the uh, audio listeners, audio only listeners, are really going to appreciate <laughs> whatever the fuck that just was. Well, look, we're gonna. They need to go to YouTube. This is uh, <laughs> this is a one big plug for Jen and her work. It's an on ramp <clears throat> straight to YouTube, guys. <laughs> you want to see what's happening on Clayton's screen? Got to go to YouTube. It's just for our YouTube subbies, as I call them. Mm-hmm. We got our YouTube doms, and we got our YouTube <laughs> subs. And so. Most of them are doms. Yeah, that's true. It's so scary we, on we Facebook. We are mostly YouTube subs. <laughs> <laughs> People get mean, huh? I like your Earth, Wind, and Fire shirt. Is that nice? It is nice. Yeah. Amy uh, stayed at a uh, at a hotel in Gulf Shores, <laughs> Alabama one time that they were at a... Uh, um, What's that called? Were you were you a residence where they had a they were playing a residency, a residency uh-huh. rather mm-hmm. at a Gulf Shores, Alabama hotel that Amy happened to stay at. So, do you know Carrot Top has a residency in Vegas that's been going on for over a decade? Really, I learned that this week, and I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> Did like the other cities in America like pay Las Vegas to keep him there? Is that the agreement? I or? have to assume. I have to assume. <laughs> Because it makes it's, it's amazing. Uh, oh, there's this is, I promise the last thing, and then we'll God, do the ghost stories. Notes, man. I know. I'm sorry. It's been a busy week. Uh, I'm back at work, and it's busy. Mm. Um, someone pointed out 
on our Facebook uh, after the George Washington episode, mm-hmm. and not in a mean way, just in a just in a sharing way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- that in the George Washington episode, the ghost didn't even show up until sixty minutes into the episode. Well, I mean, the actual ghost part, sure, but yes. Well, this is my point. So this is also something mm-hmm. people like to say on Spotify that I do not approve. <laughs> nah, that goes into the trash bin. Uh, but yeah, sometimes there's a long story. But listen, listen, friends, the story of how someone dies, mm-hmm. that's part of the ghost story. Mm-hmm. You don't get a ghost without that part. Yeah. Otherwise, we would all be ghosts. Yeah. So hello. There's a process here. Weird. Yeah. And then this podcast would have served no purpose mm-hmm. because the answer would always be yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, ghost. Yeah. So, um. So the, the, I, these these are the same people that complain that like eight hours smoked ribs take way too long, and I can just put chicken nuggets in the microwave and they'll be done in thirty seconds. I'm not really yeah. sure what everybody's doing. Yeah, all day. And to here. you, kind of people, we say go fuck yourself. Yeah, go fuck yourself. You microwave <laughs> chicken eating. Sorry, <laughs> listeners who add to our listener count. <laughs> uh, uh, no, do, to be I clear. do love microwave chicken nuggets though. I had they are pretty good actually. Yep. I make some for Ivy yesterday, and um, I ate half of them. They were they were good. <laughs> uh, no, and again, this person was not complaining. I want to be very clear about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. She's listening probably, and I'm not I'm not calling her out because uh, right. it wasn't a bad thing. But I just want to say, because other people have called us out on this before, mm-hmm. the 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 story of death is 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 the story of ghost. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. Yeah, it's really the story of life, honestly. Yeah, yeah. and really, that's what this podcast mm-hmm. is—a celebration of the story mm-hmm. of life. Exactly. I'd like you to keep that all in mind as I begin. This ghost story. Which is 127 minutes long. <laughs> the ghost will appear in the last two sentences. <laughs> start reading Pride and Prejudice out loud. I'll start telling a ghost story. And we'll see who gets to the end first. Cyrus Teed was born on October 18th, 1839. In Trout Creek, New York. He grew up in Utica and he went to school until the ripe old age of 11. Mm, I mean, kind of learned everything you need to know in the 1800s at that point. I learned everything I need to know by 11 mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. How to tie a knot. How, How to, to take a nap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How to run away from uh, Responsibility. responsibilities and, yep. uh, and bears. And yeah, I think you're, I think you're good at that point. That's it. So. Yep. He agreed, his parents agreed, 11, he was a man, and it was time for him to go get a job. And so at the age of 11, he got a job working on the Erie Canal. Oh, the beautiful <laughs> Erie Canal. Beautiful, Picturesque, beautiful Erie Canal. Rarely burns. I think yeah, it's I just, say, is this yeah. the one that caught fire? <laughs> no, the, the, it, it might have, the Cuyahoga is the one that, that catches fire a lot. I don't know if the okay. Erie Canal catches fire a lot, but it probably has. Which is the Great Lake by uh, Cleveland? That's eerie. That's, That's eerie. Yeah, that has definitely caught fire before. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Famously, I think mm. <laughs> only locally <laughs> so, though. Like not, it didn't like spread over true. the because Lake Erie primarily is water. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, near Cleveland, yeah. strangely, it it became <laughs> quite flammable. Quite, quite less water than it than it so. would be. <laughs> <clears throat> So he's working the Erie Canal. He's doing a great job. He would drive the animals that pulled the boats along the canal. <laughs> so I guess the, giant seahorses. Was I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put a big saddle on yeah. that seahorse and giddy up. 
Uh, interesting. I think they had like livestock on the sides of the canal, just like dragging shit. Through. I guess so when they hitch them up, like at a terrible angle. Yeah, it's gotta be. That's gotta be bad for the oxen shoulders. It really does. Can't, that's not good. You got you go through a lot of oxen that way. I would imagine. Yeah, you got a you got a little animal chiropractor over mm. there. Little, yeah. little little massages. Inventive though. Inventive. No engines. Yes. You know. Yep. This is eighteen something. Eighteen. This is eighteen fifty. Eighteen fifty ish. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know when the steam engine was invented, but I gotta imagine. You know. I think. Still around, pretty, probably pretty expensive. Before then. Oh, yeah. I think so. It was I invented so. a lot longer after uh, abusing livestock. I remember that. I know that. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a tale as old as time, my friend. Uh, and the, the way they used to do the canals on the Erie, or the boats on the Erie Canal mm-hmm. was you'd just get, you'd get 50 people to swim out there and mm-hmm. you'd all grab the back and you'd just paddle. You'd mm-hmm. paddle your feet. And that was not very efficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then once that stopped working, then there was this one guy that walked up to the barge with his boot and just kind of pushed it. Then you kind of walk yeah. another foot, do another <laughs> push. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Until he's another guy on the right. other side of the canal. Yeah. <laughs> so you pushing. go back and forth. It's no, like you push when I push. Otherwise, we just yeah. go back and forth. <laughs> this is so stupid. No, no, listen. I can't, I can't hear you. Can't, you're across the canal. Can't hear you, friend. <laughs> um, so that was, he, that was his job, Cyrus Teed. Oh, fun fact. Oh. Cyrus, what? <laughs> I got so scared. I'm usually pretty good with the fun fact sound. Um, I was listening to the James Dean episode today, and there's one that really sneaks up on you in that one. Uh, as our listeners will already know by now. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the fun fact is Cyrus was a distant relative of Joseph Smith. Oh. Founder of our friends at the Latter-day Saints. Hmm. Now, eventually Cyrus gets older. Uh, he gets married. They have a son. Building a life. He's 12. And he, um, I don't know what to, I don't, he's older than that when he's made as a son. <laughs> uh, you know, once you turn 13, it's, you know, the clock starts ticking. Yeah. Bang, sure bang, does. bang. I, you know. You got three good years left in you, friend. It's, it's 1850. Um, now, Cyrus has been studying medicine while he's working. So mm. I don't, and I, so I, what, I don't know how long he was <laughs> he was driving animals along the canal, but eventually he started studying medicine, mm-hmm. and eventually he opens up his own practice back in Utica, mm. and he was what is known as a quote eclectic physician. Okay, <laughs> I as a, I don't love where this is heading. <laughs> I really really don't like where this is heading. <clears throat> I don't know why. As an eclectic physician, he used a lot of botanical remedies to make people well. Oh, okay. Okay. He's like a natural medicine yeah. healer. Pretty harmless. Well, yeah. I mean, like if you've got... Also helpless, well, but yeah. <laughs> probably not much more harmful than actual medicine at this time, but, to be honest. <laughs> that's pretty true. You want the leeches again, or I got some leaves you can throw on it? I'll try the leaves this time. How much blood you got left? Yep. You haven't hit 80 ounces yet. <laughs> The leaves of the beetles. Oh, not the beetles again. I. <laughs> You've been shot three times. Do you want the beetles or do you want to chew these leaves? Here's some dandelions. Call me in a week. He also was particularly interested in, uh, quote, unconventional experiments. <sighs> okay. These usually involved alchemy. For mm-hmm. which he often used, again, I quote, dangerously high levels of electricity. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he did 
have electricity at this point. Okay, okay. Yeah, yes, they got electricity. All right, so they, they, they shocked they shock the, the ox to yeah. get it to go. So they had just um, invented electricity. Yeah. It's like world-changing technology, essentially granted by the hand of God. And the first mm-hmm. thing this guy does is like, I kind of want to torture some animals with it and see what comes <laughs> out. If I can make gold, mm-hmm. I can... Um, out of this lead, I can I can somehow use that to be a better doctor. Sure. I couldn't really connect the dots on how that was working, but he definitely used alchemy as part of his practice. Um, and uh, I'll let your imagination run wild. So he liked to conduct these dangerous experiments, and he was conducting one of those experiments in the fall of 1869 when things went quite badly, and Cyrus Teed was horribly electrocuted. Ooh. Now he didn't die. Ah, okay. This is like a <laughs> like a superpower electrocution. Yes, this is the Ernest goes to jail version of electrocution, <laughs> where he suddenly can shoot lightning from his fingers. I was hoping Ernest P. Worrell would show up in one of these episodes. <laughs> oh man, Jim Varney, what a treasure! Oh my goodness, I wonder if those movies uh, hold up one iota. They absolutely do. They absolutely so. do. Yes. I tell you, I was I was real scared of Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh yeah, that one really did something to me. The troll in that yep. movie is one of the scariest things I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I could not watch Ernest Scared Stupid. I, I'm, I'm yeah. you know again, I watched it the first time and I'm like, well, that's <laughs> cross that off Done the list. With this. That was one of the movies I saw it in a movie theater, and I went outside, and it was dark in the theater, and I went mm-hmm. outside, and it was light outside, and mm-hmm. I thought, thank God, <laughs> I've never felt so relieved. <laughs> Um, and then I did spend some time checking all the trees around my house for giant Brussels sprout shaped uh, troll eggs. Mm. I was mm. I was happy to happy to report that I found none. There is there is something, and maybe it was just my shielded youth, but um, there is something about movies that don't intend to be scary that end up being very 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 scary, uh, such as Little Monsters. Um, oh, it's been a long. I don't. I'm, it's been so long. That was the. That's supposed to be like a fun romp, though, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, supposed to be very fun. You know, the the monster shows up under his bed and takes a. Oh, what's what's it? Uh, ben Savage down into. Uh, Is it Ben? Ben and Fred are both in the movie. Oh, so okay. Ben gets kidnapped. Fred. Oh, and then Fred has to go get him. Yeah, has to go get him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, supposed to be very lighthearted, like. You know. It's like blues and purples and yellows and yeah. stuff, right? It's like fun colors. Yeah. 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 Um, Easy breezy. Just absolutely scared the pants <laughs> off me. Just terrifying. But then, you know, movies like Critters and, you know, stuff like that, you know, they're trying to scare you. So they're they kind of. Yeah. You went in with your guard up. Right. Yeah. I did not yeah. come with my guard up. Impenetrable child guard. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so this is not about that. Mm-hmm. So he gets horribly electrocuted. And he didn't die, but he did lose consciousness for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And it's during this period of unconsciousness that Cyrus Teed has what he called a divine illumination. Oh, okay. Some people call that brain damage, but that's also fine. Nope. Nope. This, <laughs> nope, is, this is the is... voice of God <laughs> talking to Cyrus Teed. <laughs> In this mystical experience, God appeared to Cyrus in the form of a beautiful woman. Some people say this is with an angel, uh, but some people say, or Cyrus, I think, said that it was actually God in beautiful woman form. Mm, okay. So you and, could like uh, understand what was going on. Like, yeah. You can't see my and, true form, but I chose a form of a beautiful lady. But, 
But have you heard of Rita Hayworth? Here I am. And Cyrus had a lot of confusing feelings about, you, about religion after this. You will know who she is in 100 years. <laughs> um, so she tells Cyrus all the secrets of the universe. All of them. Now, all of them. And we'll, and we'll talk about some of them in a second. Okay. She tells all. Mm-hmm. She told him that he was the seventh prophet in a line of prophets that mm. included Adam at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And the most recent of those prophets, number six. Joseph Smith? Jesus the Christ. Oh, really? So Okay, so he's he's related to Joseph Smith. He's related to Joseph Smith, right. but uh, Joseph but he doesn't put him <laughs> is on the not list. in the line of the prophets. Ouch. That is, that is oh. a shame. Now, I think this was I think this was after Joseph had already done his thing. Where he wink wink right. found these mystical plates. Sure. Wink wink. They told him all these secrets. <laughs> wink wink. All of a sudden, Joseph's cousin starts having the same kind of visions, just after accidentally like, stepping on electric. Yeah, fence. he really earned it. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Cyrus also learns that he has been sent to redeem humanity. Mm. So this she god urged Cyrus to quote use his scientific knowledge to interpret the Bible. Hmm. So Always that can't go well. badly. Always yes. works out well. Yes. Every single time. <laughs> and I will remind you that his scientific knowledge seems to center on herbs and uncontrollable amounts of electricity. <laughs> <laughs> and dragging barges with livestock. So Yes. Yes. Animal husbandry probably mm-hmm. in there somewhere. So that part does overlap. Oh, gosh. This is a quote from somebody. I'll put the sources in the uh, in the show notes, as always. But uh, many people believe that Teed's experience was more a result of brain damage <laughs> than divine intervention. Hmm. Maybe that was a Patrick Dean quote, actually. Hmm. Well, I still have high hopes for how this all turns out. Yeah. because Well, good. So Cyrus did, too, hmm. because he knows the truth. This is real, <laughs> and God wanted him to get weird with religion. Beautiful, sexy God told me all of these things. <laughs> And when beautiful, sexy God tells you something, you do it. Beautiful, sexy God told me so many things, and I remember a lot of them, but beautiful, sexy God was also very distracting. (laughs) Beautiful, sexy God had these amazing cans, and it was really hard. (laughs) So so Cyrus starts spreading the immutable truths of existence to the masses Hmm. in upstate New York. Some of these truths include the secret to immortality. Hmm. Which we will talk about uh, okay. later on. Okay. I'll, I'll give you the secret in case you're interested. Mm-hmm. Is Cyrus still around? Sure. or? Yeah. Oh, today? Yeah, sure. Oh, no. Here's a spoiler. Cyrus is our ghost. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Well, see. Actually. You know what, listeners? Actually. The ghost just showed up. Yeah. We are well, a half hour into it. <laughs> but even so. <laughs> <laughs> Splitting our time in half. It's pretty good. Um, Actually, but that was the wrong. I... I misspoke. Cyrus is actually not our ghost. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Scratch that one off the <laughs> so board. Our ghost actually will not appear until pretty <laughs> pretty late in this episode. But listen, <laughs> I'm tr- dear listener, I'm trying. I this am is trying. The exception that proves the rule, not the other way around. <laughs> anyway, so the secret to immortality. Listen, listen. Don't get mad about if you or get, do it. Everyone get mad if you want about there not being any I don't ghosts get mad yet. About but anymore. Yeah. if you, I not, I'm not you. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> You're just happy to be included. Uh, no, all listeners, listen. Get mad if you want. But I'll tell you this: if you turn this off right now, you are not going to learn the secret to immortality, which I will share later on mm-hmm. after we meet the ghosts. Okay. Okay. Now can we all shut up and get back to the show, please? <laughs> so, <laughs> secret to immortality and. One of the other immutable truths of existence is the fact that the earth 
is hollow and we live inside it. Harder to believe that one. Yeah. I don't know about that one. Why? Well, I mean, why wouldn't we be able to see all the rest of it then? Oh, Patrick. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not like a geometrist or anything, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> if you're inside of a basketball, all you see is inside of basketball. Well, Patrick, mm. I hate to break it to you, but mm. you're correct. Maybe you different. know more about uh, what he called, let's see, cellular cosmogony than you think. Oh. <laughs> or I will soon. So, oh, you're going to learn more than you ever thought possible. <laughs> Cyrus did develop a theory of the universe called cellular cosmogony. And mm -hmm. the theory basically states the earth is indeed round. So that puts him way ahead of some idiots today. Uh, he's, at least not he's not a flat earther. <laughs> He agrees the earth is round. However, it is hollow and mm. we do live inside it. And the sky and the universe also exist on the inside of the earth. So, yes, we are looking up mm -hmm. or, as he would say, in mm -hmm. and seeing the sky. Mm. Um, but I know what you're thinking. I would love to see a really detailed model of this. And I'm really <laughs> glad to uh, that, you, that you wanted to see that. Oh, please let's be a 3D model. Please let it be. Well, first of all, here's Cyrus. This okay. is him. He looks, yeah. He looks teedy. Very clever. <laughs> sure. Yep. Yeah, he's got glasses. Mm -hmm. Got a cravat. Um, and then here is the uh, Hollow Earth model. Oh. Okay. It does make more sense when you see it, right? Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it does. Sure, sure. Yeah. So when you look so, up, all you see is... So, what? So, dear listener, what, what I didn't portray earlier is that there is another sphere inside of our sphere, and that yes. sphere is made up of everything in the universe <laughs> yes and then you'll see in this in this model the universe is smaller than the planet earth right yeah exactly that's an important point yeah, so that yeah i'm not so, sure i'm confused what's on the outside of the earth then if there's i, nah, can't I don't know. tell i think yeah. it's just crust <laughs> it looks like I, wallpaper maybe i'm not sure whatever you let's may zoom in on let's yeah. let's enhance uh well it could be wallpaper yeah could be wallpaper. i'm seeing a hint of a floral design so <laughs> So for those of you not not looking and uh, not watching on YouTube, and uh, you may want to just go Google this yeah. for yourself, <laughs> but it's imagine a globe that you have mm -hmm. cracked in half and mm -hmm. you've split open like an egg. Mm -hmm. But the uh, unlike a regular globe where the the oceans and the and the continents are on the outside, they're on the inside. So these are these are concave co uh, continents, mm -hmm. right? So inside, it's the same it's the same same globe just mm -hmm. on the inside, mm -hmm. painted on the inside of the globe, and then in the center of that is a bigger or a smaller sphere um, with yeah, stars. And uh, I think, I guess this is the moon. Like half of it is the moon. I, I guess, I although the dimensions are very far off. That, the, it's the, very surprised. So <laughs> it's so, hard to tell. I don't know how well thought out this was, but <clears throat> that's a hell of a thing to say. I mean, just saying it's, this is a very <clears throat> professional model <laughs> is what I will say. There was a lot of resources put into making this model. It looks great. That is fair. It is beautiful. It's very lovely. Every commission that's from it is, but very talented. <laughs> it's great. Yes. So this is uh, this is cellular cosmo cosmogony. <laughs> okay. So we're all living on the inside. Um. And he again, this is not something he just decided. This is God told him this. Oh well, yeah. So yeah, it's not like he's crazy. Yeah. He just God God made it very clear. Just reporting the facts here, guys. I'm just writing yeah. it down as it comes out of beautiful, sexy God's mouth. <laughs> 
And as you, um, you're going to be, you're going to be hard pressed to argue this. The one of his his proof points for this was um, gravity does not exist. That doesn't make any sense. What actually makes sense is centrifugal force. We are held oh, to continents by centrifugal force. Because we're being which, spinning and we're being pushed out. Okay. Exactly. That's true. I've that, been on that ride at Six Flags. It's observable at the... Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Also thought that the sun, which existed inside the universe, inside the middle of our Earth, mm-hmm. is an electromagnetic battery-operated helix. Mm. Any further questions? Drifting again. I'll be honest. Okay. okay. <laughs> this one. That seemed like someone maybe brought it up in a discussion and he wasn't prepared to answer it and he just sort of <laughs> threw a bunch of things together. <clears throat> it's electro I like it's electromagnetic. It, it's um, but like sm- the like a ladder. It is yes, a double um, helix of it pushes it's um it's a battery uh, is, yes. is how it, it stores energy and mm-hmm. then pushes that around mm-hmm. um like a helix. you know you look in the sky the sun look it's a helix yeah. look at it everyone <laughs> it's clearly a helix everyone continue staring at it in fact <laughs> <laughs> what's that 10 yeah. years from now you won't remember what the sun looked like hmm. hmm take my word for it i suppose so cellular cosmogony becomes the central tenet of cyrus's new that's right religion hmm other tenets include <clears throat> alchemy, sure, reincarnation, okay, immortality, okay. But wait, hang on, communism. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on, we gotta go a few back here. All right, so okay. the the reincarn. Okay, <laughs> I'm really confused. Reincarnation and immortality. Yeah. These seem at odds with each other. Now <laughs> we will sort of talk about this later. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the idea is through reincarnation, mm-hmm. you achieve immortality. Ah, uh, okay. That's fair. I mean, so they're intertwined. If we're all on the inside of this sphere, I guess it makes sense. Like, where else are we going to go? You yes. Know, like, right. We have to be there. You're going to go into the big orb to. in the middle? I don't know. Maybe. Seems kind of scary with the helix and you'll everything. Come, you'll just come out the other side. Yeah, exactly. You're just going to bang so, on the other side in the China or the ocean or something like that. So, yeah. well, makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Proceed. So you're on board. Okay. I'm on board through those two. So, <laughs> okay. Alchemy, reincarnation, immortality, uh-huh. uh, communism. Mm, okay. Um, he's going to, he's going to, he's, he's, he's going to gain some followers. And then in about 80 years, he's going to lose some followers. He's lose a whole <laughs> lot of followers and some fingers. <laughs> and the final tenet is the thing that actually promises immortality, which is celibacy. Ooh. You can live forever, but you can never have sex again. Mm-hmm. And I say that's two bad things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no interest in either. Thank you. Uh, I like to bring in a beginning and an end, and I like enjoying the middle. So <laughs> so, uh, so, these, so he's building his new religion now, mm-hmm. uh, Cyrus is. Oh, except he's not called Cyrus anymore. He changes his name to the Hebrew version of Cyrus, hmm. which is... Uh, you can you, you can look for a while. I'm not going <laughs> to get there. Yeah, you know what? I bet. Here's what I'll say. I'm not mm. going to ask you to do this, but I bet if if you if you tried for a lit not the, as long as you might think, you would probably actually guess this, mm-hmm. knowing what you have all, already heard about uh, his insanity and the fact that he's obviously starting a cult here. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> uh, I, I I got nothing. I got nothing here. He changed his name to the Hebrew version of Cyrus, which is Koresh. 
Oh, you'd have gotten there before too long. Yeah, I was. I was. Hmm. Yeah. David Koresh, mm-hmm. uh, famously the uh, Waco, Texas uh, lunatic. Now, they're not related. There's nothing in common with them, mm-hmm. but they did both change their name after this uh, Hebrew version of Cyrus. Mm-hmm. David Koresh, that's right, right? David? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm still just kind of trying to, trying to piece kind of everything together. Like, 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 uh, like is, <clears throat> does David Koresh subscribe to, to, to this? I mean... David Koresh doesn't subscribe to Jack anymore. <laughs> His subscription has. Expired. I don't know if you know how that story ended, but uh, <laughs> no, he has no connection to what I'm the story here. Okay, that was also I did I did a lot of research just to make sure that yeah. was true. Uh, it is true, <laughs> confusing but true. No I, connection between this and David Koresh. I did a lot of David Koresh searching on my work computer, and <laughs> yeah. and uh, the FBI yeah. are here, and I have to go for a second. <laughs> I do when I'm when I'm writing, I have to research a lot of things i always forget mm. i don't sometimes i remember to put on my private browser but uh sometimes i don't and um yesterday i was working on the next anomaly flats book and anomaly flats is a very strange place where strange science fictiony things happen and some occultish things happen mm-hmm. and i spent a lot of time trying to google the specific properties of lamb's blood mm-hmm. uh and a lot of specifics about like what it tastes like and <laughs> things and uh <laughs> did not remember to put on private browsing mm. for that so that's well. um now my now my ads are all fucked up. <laughs> the worst part of this, job notwithstanding, is the algorithm is really confused as to it's what very I like confused. to drink. Yep. Anyway, so he changed his name to Koresh, and he calls his new religion Koreshian Universology. Mm, a little catchier than the cellular microbiology thing or whatever. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, it's all it's most commonly referred to as Koreshianity. Hmm. So Cyrus starts building. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna keep calling him Cyrus because I. <laughs> that's his name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Koresh, but your name is Cyrus. Cyrus starts building up his follower base around Utica, New York, but there's a small problem. Uh, as he's building this new religious following in upstate New York, he's not the only one trying to do that in upstate New York. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very popular endeavor in this uh, this time. It's quite popular. Upstart cult religion things yes mm-hmm. he is the latest as one article put it in a long line of middle-aged white men who claim to be visited by angels in order to start a new religion uh, so at this point new york is also home to the mormons the shakers the millerites mm-hmm. and the oneida community just to name a few Whew. so there are so many new <laughs> weird religious cults firing up in central new york at this time that the whole area comes to be called the burned over district uh, as a reference to all the fire and brimstone. <laughs> but the conference industry really is booming at this That's point. It's, <laughs> uh, if you're, if you have, if you have like a few thousand square feet and like a shitty concession stand, you, I mean, you are just cashing checks all day long. Hand over fist. So there, let's see, where are we here? People outside of these communities start turning against the new religious organizations a bit because uh, they're just so sick of, of all of them. And because of his strange new belief, Cyrus starts losing a lot of his medical patients. Hmm. And I want to be clear again, his medical patients were not like the ones who are making good decisions in the first place. <laughs> and even they are like, this is, I think this is enough. Uh. He also loses his wife and son. She, I think she leaves him. Yeah. This seems like a good time like to go. <laughs> Yeah. Also, now he's celibate. 
So what's yeah. what's what's in it for her now? Not, yeah. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> Rides over. I gotta I gotta go. Literally. So he also cannot manage to get a formal commune off the ground in New York. The people <sighs> there are just so fed up and like they won't give him permits mm-hmm. for a, a formal place or anything. So his personal and professional and religious lives are all collapsing. Mm. So he gathers up his things, gathers up his people, and in 1888, Cyrus moves them all to Chicago. Oh, okay. how many people does he have at this point? He has well, I'll I'll tell you what, what he, I'll tell you how many he has in about a, six months. <laughs> Not I won't tell you in six months. In about six months this time, I will text you in six months. <laughs> remind me. Episode? I will forget. I have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> I forget the episode by the next morning. You know this. <laughs> so he goes to Chicago and he brings his followers with him. Their goal is to find uh, the New Jerusalem. They call mm. it right. Chicago is a great place thing. to start. A lot of people. Sure. A lot of people sure. find everything looking for there. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think that's traditionally how that works here. <laughs> He sets up a new medical practice here in Chicago mm. and he starts to build the very first Koreshian commune. So again, when he talks about communism, he's he's the original tenets of communism. Like, you know, everyone oh. works, everyone shares. So it's, it's okay. communism. less of the problematic. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Not yeah. communism, but communism. Like, yeah. It's more like Marxism and uh, yes. Okay. And less of the, uh, mm. the red commie stuff. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> So he's building his commune, and it goes pretty well, actually. He soon has over 100 followers oh, in Chicago. that's not bad. That's, Does a little nice little nest egg for himself. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. And most of these people, they're not just rubes uh, from the rural parts of town. They are middle and upper upper middle class, highly educated people. Really? Mm-hmm. They're getting less educated by the day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, those brain cells are sloughing right off. One of the things that was... Uh, the daily electrocutions are taking care of all those extra brain cells. <laughs> you Don't want to change your mind. Yeah. Boop, boop. Zap. One of the reasons Christianity is so is so popular is because it was preaching, at this time, in 1888, it was preaching equality between the sexes. Mm. And so women in particular were like, I don't know, I kind of like what this guy has to say. Yeah. I mean, he's like not trying to have sex with me all the time like the other cult leaders keep he's doing. He's trying so. to have sex with me zero times, which yeah. makes him very unique yeah. among cult leaders. Absolutely. <laughs> Over 75% of the members were women, uh, and many of whom joined without their husbands. Mm-hmm. Here's a quote from an article. Teed was sued by more than one angry husband for alienation of their spouses. In, in one death threat, the anonymous letter writer said, quote, Teed, you will be shot and killed by me on sight. Hmm. I am determined to rid this community of you, you dirty black leg S of a B. And... Uh, the the article was clear that the S dash 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 mm. and B dash 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 was original, in fact, to the letter. <laughs> I will kill you, but I will also <laughs> censor my language because I'm a gentleman. <clears throat> and this is the person probably who became the uh, the first censor of motion pictures. <laughs> you can watch as much violence as you want, but no bad language. Uh, this would be so horrible, though. Like you, you get visited by beautiful, sexy God. Beautiful, mm-hmm. sexy gods, like, I want you to start a cult. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, cool. It's going to be mostly women. I mean, yeah. Oh. Yeah. The fir- yeah. It's going to be mostly women that leave their husband to follow you around the country, even to Chicago. Like, okay, cool. What, 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 what are the rules? Oh, number one, you can't have sex with any of them. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay, beautiful, sexy god. That's... <laughs> 
I'll still do it, but can I can I just like <laughs> but, build a boat or something? This is I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm on board with this anymore. You know Noah got laid like brick on that boat. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's a, it's a relationship um, with nothing but his daughters and wife. <laughs> I mean, it was just <sighs> them and the earth was completely empty. Got to repopulate somehow. What do you think happened? <laughs> <laughs> The t-shirt makes itself this big. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Sangry Husband's letter actually continues. So you dirty black leg S of a B, mm-hmm. you will be shot the first time you show you face in a certain section of this city. Mm. Didn't tell him which section of the city, so that's keeping him on his toes. I mean, there's a lot of parts of Chicago that that could happen today, to be perfectly frank. I mean, that's right. And then the anything south sign, of 35th, really. <laughs> Yeah, or uh, west of west of California, kind of. Absolutely, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and in that north, little space, uh, just north of. There's a lot more than Howard I was remembering. Actually, of, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> do you want to come back? Or <laughs> no, I think I'm good. What, uh, but uh, can we can we step back just a, a couple lines here. What is the black-legged yeah, thing? I don't understand that part. You black-legged. That's a son great of a question. Bitch. I don't Dirty know. black-legged son of a bitch. I'm sorry, S of a B. S, I'm sorry, yeah, I didn't. We're mean, just assuming, so it. you don't, you can't, you yeah. can't put words in his mouth. You don't know that he means son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that reference. Black legged, hmm. black leg, not even black legged. No, just black, black leg, black, black leg. leg. Yeah. Hmm. Think about that one. Curious. <clears throat> gangrenous? Is he a gangrenous yeah, son of a bitch? Is that? <laughs> I'm also accusing you of leprosy <laughs> and of stealing my wife and not even fucking her. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna steal my wife, the least you can do is you know how dissatisfied she must be. <laughs> Almost as dissatisfied as she was here with me when I was fucking her. <laughs> so he's not very popular uh, with some some of the men in town, but he's growing. He's getting more and more followers. He has some other smaller communes going on in New York and San Francisco, like a franchise. I like this. He's franchising a lot. But he can't have all his followers spread out like that. And they've not yet found New Jerusalem. Mm. He wants them all in one place, one big commune. Um, and things are getting a little tense in Chicago because all the husbands are getting pretty mad mm-hmm. that he's yep. not sleeping with their wives. <laughs> you so, guys. <laughs> so he's got to find New Jerusalem. Mm. And before long, he does find it. Mm. I will give you one guess. Which state do you think these fucking weirdos find New Jerusalem gonna for have, their cult? Going to have to go with Ohio. You would be incorrect. What? Sir. Not Ohio. Wild. Got to think way weirder. Way weirder than Ohio? Mm. Oh, yeah. Cold or warm? Oh, it's warm. It's very warm. Is this, are, are, they, are, they going, are they going to Arizona? No. Oh. They're mm. going to Florida. <laughs> Of course they're going to Florida. <laughs> the answer like is too cool. obvious. I understand. I think we're cool to go to retire. Oh. They find it in Florida. In 1894, mm-hmm. they start migrating down to a little unincorporated town named Estero, Florida. Mm. Sounds nice. It's right on the coast, actually, uh, just south of Fort Myers. Mm. So it's pretty. It's pretty prime location. And Cyrus starts buying some property. Mm-hmm. In fact, he buys quite a lot of property. Oh, interesting. He buys 300 acres of land. Ooh, that's, that, that's Disney numbers there, man. That's right. <laughs> this is actually the story of Disney World. 
Koresh then changed his name to Walt. Uh, thank God that copyright expired because we can say whatever the fuck we want now. <laughs> so, uh, so he buys a lot of land. Now, remember, he's got a lot of middle and upper class people joining Koreshanity. And I should note that when you join, you sign over all of your property to the Unity. Okay. So Cyrus is rolling in it. Now, it's a swamp. Sure. There is nothing there. It's classic Florida swampland. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like they just like, he just like bought a mansion. and was like, this is where we live now. Mm-hmm. He bought this really awful land and they spend several years like hacking out a life there. Like they have to like take out like, all this, l- yeah. like, like literally hacking yeah. <laughs> out, you know, the, the flora and chasing away animals and stuff. Um, and eventually after a few years, they start building houses. They get an infrastructure going. They do some really extensive landscaping with all sorts of, they bring in all these exotic tropical plants that have no business uh, being Hmm. in the United States. And they start moving people in. Hmm. And the compound is really something. um, I I don't think I have any photos of it, but a lot of it is still standing today. It's a museum today. Okay. It's a museum. It's a museum park. It's a park and also a museum. Sure. Um, The compound is is big. They they end up building, they have a bunch of different houses. They have a general store, Hmm. a sawmill. A concrete works. Wow. They build their own power plant that then starts servicing other houses like outside of their commune. Okay. Okay. Before the state brought in anything like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, They erect a school called the World College of Life. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody gets to pick one (laughs) word for the school. Um, And they set up a printing press and publish their own newspaper called The Flaming Sword. They even had a bakery there that put out 600 loaves of bread a day. Wow. And they would sell them to the, to mm-hmm. the locals around, around the area. Interesting. They would just start the day with one loaf and then by the end. <laughs> Six, magically. Yeah. Yeah. And where do these fucking fish come from? <laughs> so they're being good neighbors. They're sharing their electricity. They're mm-hmm. making bread. They're like selling bread to people. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not fucking they're, any of the wives. They're not fucking any wives. Not a single one. <laughs> Like really, these are pretty good neighbors. It's who you want for yeah. sure. It's, they come with some baggage, yeah. but you know, you put a fence mm-hmm. up, and that's going to be fine. Yeah. They incorporate the town of Estero formally. Mm-hmm. They make it a real city, and it becomes the fifth largest city by area in the entire United States at this time. Wow, goodness, it's a big deal. Cyrus projects that within ten years, Corishanity will have ten million followers. Hmm. How hmm. many do you think they had at their peak? Uh. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how many zeros to take off of 10 million. I'm going to say they had 1,000 people. 250. 250 people total. Well, one thing you may not have thought about yet, Patrick, mm-hmm. is that if one of your core tenets of your cult is <laughs> celibacy, not <laughs> you're not really making a whole lot of new followers for yourself. <laughs> so the guy that thinks so, we're living on the inside of a basketball had some other logical fallacies. It's weird, isn't it? Mm, well. It's weird. So they, <laughs> so once they start dying out, it's pretty hard to replenish that group. Um, they also had trouble recruiting people because they started using the hollow earth thing mm. as the selling point. Mm. And now I have some really fun photos to show you. <laughs> so here's obviously the model. Mm-hmm, sure. Here is one of the pamphlets they used to try to uh, increase their following. We live. Okay. So it's, it's a, some sort of a handbill. <laughs> Looks like it was probably uh-huh. printed at their printing press because it's off center. Um, it says, Tough hit. we live inside. It shows like a cracked eggshell earth, of course, with the mm-hmm. 
atlas drawn on the inside of it because that's where he thinks that we live. And then there's uh-huh. a uh, an orb in the center of you know, where the egg yolk would be that merely uh-huh. says the heavens. The heavens. Uh, I'm still not entirely sure why the heavens also have to be a sphere. Like that. That's none of that makes. Well, sense. it's got to fit. It's got to fit. Right. Yeah. I guess. But idiot. It, it's it's got to fit. But so what's <laughs> what you... what's the logic behind? Oh well, everything has to be a sphere inside of a sphere. What's inside of what the heavens? What else would it be? What are you going to put a cube in there? What's inside of the heavens then? God, you got you to gotta drain the ocean and yeah. kill God to find out. <laughs> and then someday when we crack open the heavens, we'll see who lives on the inside of that one too. That's right. Um, and then now this slogan, we live inside. inside. Right. Sorry. It says, we live that inside. Would, that's a big, that's a that's their big slogan. Yeah. We live. That's what they would put. On. We live inside. We live inside. Drop. Yeah. Which from what I know of people that live in Florida, that's probably a very popular <laughs> Very properly selling point. I also live inside. I hate it outside. It's fucking awful. Yeah. Um, drop in and see us. Now, that sounds kind of scary, actually, because if you were to drop into this earth, you would fall into the heavens. No, I think it's kind of clever, Dick. We're inside. Drop on in. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, hmm, and then, yeah, there's some... Englewood Avenue in Chicago. Uh, our literature may be obtained at Hall Sunday evenings. The Flaming Sword. The Flaming Sword. The location. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this is obviously before they moved to Florida, but this right. was uh, typical of their of their pamphlets. Mm-hmm. And I think I have... Oh, yeah. Here's a billboard. Wow. That is... I would be proud of that billboard. It's probably it's, <laughs> maybe 12 foot tall by 20 feet wide. And it's... That's a big billboard. Yeah. Cellular cosmogony, which... Boy, I just... I don't... No I just, one knows what that is. That is... I mean, that's like some... That's, that's, that's like an SEO word right there. You make up the word so nobody can misgoogle it, basically. Yep. Someone Googles it. You are the one through 1,000th hit, mm-hmm. for sure. The Earth, a concave sphere. We live inside. <laughs> Still pushing that. So that's, that's the whole thing. That, yeah. is, that is the main thing mm-hmm. they push. Well, they're not going to leave with celibacy. Right. <laughs> they're gonna, so this is, how they, this is what they think is going to attract people. It's, ju- it's insane. And so this big billboard mm-hmm. has the same cracked open Earth, mm-hmm. thing, their, you know, their whole thing. The Guiding Star Publishing House mm-hmm. um, presents Cellular Cosmogony, mm-hmm. the Earth Concave Sphere, mm-hmm. and they this is like this will this will bring the people obviously. Um, it spoiler alert, it did mm-hmm. not work. No, I mean it, it drew in two hundred and forty nine people. So. It worked a bit. It worked a bit. It worked. It, hey, it worked a lot more than it should have. That's true. <laughs> it worked about as well as this podcast used to. So <laughs> we Aww. grew from there. I could see why Cyrus figured he would also grow from there. So that's right. That's true. But his jokes probably weren't as funny. And boy, I hope not. I yeah. hope we got one up on Cyrus. <laughs> We're definitely having more sex than he is. And that's great. Uh, so. Their signs, as you've seen, have We Live Inside printed on them. Even their organizational structure was modeled after the solar system. So there, at the time, there were seven known planets. Mm-hmm. So Cyrus appointed seven women to oversee all affairs for the religion. Okay. And these were known as the Planetary Sisters. Mm-hmm. Each one represented, of course, a planet. Cyrus himself represented the sun. Sure. And he chose a successor, a woman named Annie Ordway. And she represented the moon. Wow. Hmm. The locals thought they were all insane. <laughs> and, it's, and these are, let's not forget, these are Florida locals. Yeah, <laughs> that's a high bar. <laughs> um, but they're trapped. So again, they are benefiting though. They've all got power going to their houses, which they love. That's true. They're able to buy bread. The Unity also brings a lot of culture to the area. They organized the first ever Southwest Florida Symphony Orchestra. Oh, okay. 
they held concerts and festivals. They invited everyone. They were very open and said, please mm-hmm. join us. You don't have to be part of our religion. Come and listen to these concerts. They performed plays. They did a lot of Shakespeare. They also performed some original works. They had a stage in their commune. Uh, and I know what you're thinking. Boy, I'd love to get my hands on one of those <laughs> original Christianity <laughs> plays. Uh, and here's what I can tell you. One of their original plays was titled, Women, 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 Suffragettes, Yes. <laughs> <sighs> women, 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 suffragettes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fine. What I would pay. I would pay Joe Buck money <laughs> <laughs> to see a production of women, 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 suffragettes. Oh, yes. Man. <laughs> oh boy. So the Christianity uh, folks, they live in harmony for a little while and they become actually kind of popular with some people. Um, fun fact. Thomas Edison used to winter in nearby Fort Myers, and he would go visit the Koreshans and discuss electricity with them. Oh, interesting. And you just know Cyrus is wetting himself on yeah. this. <laughs> I, love, I love your work. You made this happen. You made me meet sexy she-god. Um, Thomas Edison would trade plants and seeds with them. He gifted them some bamboo shoots, and they were like, these are great. And they planted them, and the uh, the offspring of those shoots are still there today. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So Thomas Edison just, you know, handing out invasive species uh, uh, seeds yeah. to whoever, whatever crazy cult wants them. That is uh, one of the many ways in which Thomas Edison was a garbage person. <laughs> we may get around Thomas Edison one of these days. I bet he's got a ghost. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so the locals are benefiting, uh, but they don't like them. Um, the whole hollow earth thing is obviously off-putting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they really don't like the celibacy thing. They don't trust. They don't trust anything that that doesn't have sex. <laughs> Everyone over there is so pent up. I don't. I just. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. <laughs> so, um, gosh, where are we here? According to the Crescent State Park Museum curator Robert Hughes, um, here's how the whole idea of celibacy and immortality worked. You would focus. All this is a quote. You would focus all your sexual energies mm-hmm. on Cyrus's mind, okay. okay. And then when he died, mm-hmm. you would disintegrate and then come back mm-hmm. as neither male nor female. Okay, these all sound these. None of these sound good. I I can definitely see how <laughs> I can definitely see how if you're starting to get a little too turned on. Focusing on Cyrus just takes care of that right there. Like, oh, yes. Oh. Yeah. Libido <laughs> yeah. down. Um, now, I think this is where the ghost trouble starts mm. because here's I, this, this gives me a lot to think about. Mm-hmm. Obviously, no one has died yet, but we talk a lot of on the show about how to create ghosts. Mm-hmm. The big one being, of course, unfinished business. Mm-hmm. Um, being, I think, super pissed off <laughs> when you die is, mm-hmm. is that's some good ghost energy. Mm-hmm. I think this may be a new, a new category here. I think that. If you if you engage in some really intense focusing of sexual energies on another person's mind <laughs> in the hopes that when he dies, you will disintegrate and be reborn, um, that's a lot of misfocused energy. <laughs> and I think that's going to yeah. stay behind. I think you're putting energy that should be in you, yeah. you're putting it out there in a place where it doesn't belong. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's the kind of energy that shows up under a black light. I don't think you yes. want... <laughs> I don't think you want to leave that around after you go. It's a Rorschach test of ghosts in here. So, 
so anyway, so the locals are getting a little uneasy uh, about their neighbors, and they really start to get a little worked up when the Koreshians enter local politics. Mm. This fun little cult forms their own political party, the Progressive Liberty Party. Mm. Keep in mind, they are pretty progressive and sure. about some things. Mm-hmm. Um, they start running against local incumbent Democrats for various positions. Now, they're losing every time, but they're not mm-hmm. losing by as much as the incumbents would like them to lose mm-hmm. by. Right? So they're a little bit of a threat. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they incorporated the commune as a town, remember, this is worrisome to local politicians because now they're a voting base with tax implications. Mm-hmm. And they're entitled to local tax benefits. And the folks in Fort Myers do not care for that. <laughs> they, they've crossed a line yeah. now. Their bread is delicious. Their women are oddly interested in me. But, <laughs> but, the tax implications I cannot abide by. Oh, boy. So tension is growing between the Crescians and, and the normies. <laughs> and things come to a head on October 13th, 1906, when a group of Crescians are in Fort Myers to meet a train coming in from Baltimore. They get into a fight with some locals. I couldn't tell who picked the fight, but they get into a fight. And Cyrus is there. He tries to break it up. And he was, quote, pistol whipped and severely beaten. Ooh. By, okay, so it was either by a marshal whose name was Sanchez or by a guy whose name was Marshal Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia was Research not clear is on this. Yeah, well. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, he's pistol whipped and severely beaten. He's beaten very badly, and he never fully recovers from his injuries. Mm -hmm. They cause some circulatory uh, problems that become pretty serious over the next year or two. Mm -hmm. And two years later, on December 22nd, 1908, Cyrus dies from those complications. And then everybody else disintegrates. Well, this is a very exciting time for the Christians. (laughs) 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 Because, yes, they are all about to be obliterated and resurrected. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, actually have a photo. It's not really a photo of that, <laughs> but um, here you go. Oh, okay. Sure. Yes. This yeah, is, they're, they're all <laughs> this gonna is get... one of them. <laughs> uh, they're all going to get Thanos snapped. Okay. They're getting Thanos fair. snapped. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what's going to happen to them. So they're very excited. Um, and the first step is Cyrus is going to be re- resurrected, right? So that's number one. Once oh, he's resurrected, they then they disintegrate for... to come in. Okay. Okay. I, I, okay. I didn't realize there were more steps. I thought it was just like a, like a, like a bam, oh. bam type thing. No, 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 no. <clears throat> He's got to be resurrected. And guess how long it'll take? Guess how many days? I'm, I'm, I'm going to say three. Would be my three guess. days. Three days. Right? Okay. Jesus was the last like prophet the in this one. line. Now it's Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Now, to the Koreshians, this is lining up just perfectly. They can't fucking believe their luck because mm-hmm. he dies, remember, on December 22nd. Mm-hmm. What's three days after December 22nd? Oh, he's going to be. So, yeah. They are just drenched <laughs> with excitement. <laughs> they, <laughs> I would never wish ill on anybody, but if someone was going to die, this would be the day for it to happen. Yes. So they're like, this is all happening. It's all mm-hmm. happening. He died on the 22nd. He's mm-hmm. going to rise up on Jesus's birthday. Mm-hmm. This is it. This mm-hmm. is this is what we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they drag. So they <laughs> they have to wait for his body to, uh, for three days for his body to, you know, it's going to hang out there for a few days. Right. And so they drag a tin bathtub onto the theater stage and they toss Cyrus's body inside mm-hmm. the bathtub. Sure. And uh, then all they do is wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there are always a lot of followers around, of course. They're all mm-hmm. waiting in anticipation. They want to make sure the body is safe for three days. Sure. Uh, and at least once a day, they would bring the Unity children onto the stage to view the body. <laughs> <laughs> 
Which did get a little weird once it started to decompose. Mm, well, that's why you put them in the in the bathtub. You got a little drain on the bottom. Let some of that just oh, seep out. Gross. And it mm. is, you know, it's 95. It's, you yeah. know, even in December, it's yeah. 100% humidity. Mm. It's <laughs> That body's going quickly. Air conditioning was invented to prevent this from happening. And here we yeah. are. Yeah. So the body does start to decompose. And you might be thinking, well, surely that convinces them that this is not yeah. going to happen. Cyrus is also disintegrating. Very slowly. <laughs> well, they took it as, quote, evidence of the new life beginning to take hold. Mm. Like, got to gotta get rid of that old body. Like maggots? Uh, <laughs> Which, yeah, that's, yeah, they take hold. These and, flies. These flies are also taking hold. <laughs> so finally Christmas arrives. Then Christmas is over. Ooh. And then it's not Christmas anymore. <laughs> Cyrus has not resurrected. The worst day, the worst feeling is that day after Christmas hangover uh, feeling. You know, like <laughs> you get it. You've been you building up to it for for months and months. You look at all you the decorations. Too much, mm-hmm. a little too much booze the night before, mm-hmm. and all you see is decorations that have to come down, and you know, your profit in a pile in a bathtub on yes, a stage. And it went <laughs> so, you're like, what am I going to do with all of these things now? No, nope. see, no, you're wrong. The question is, do not give up hope. Uh, they let it sit there. Mm. And they say, he will, he'll come back. It's taking him a lot longer than we thought, but mm-hmm. he's going he's gonna to be fine. Now, after a couple of weeks of this, mm-hmm. of his body just sitting out in Florida, the county health officer does come by and he says, <laughs> you have to bury this body. <laughs> you cannot do this. <laughs> This whole building smells like a pizza, like a pizza oven of stink. You have to get rid of this. Now they can't bury him underground because that's going to make it very hard for him to get out of the ground. It's also when he resurrects. It's also Florida because if you dig down one inch, it's yes. just a pool. <laughs> it's to sweep him yeah. out to the ocean. So of course they they um, they build an above ground tomb by mm-hmm. the beach. Mm-hmm. Members keep watch 24-7, and they even moored a boat nearby so that when he came back, he could just hop in and sail away. I don't know where they, he's going. <laughs> Seems kind of rude. They've been waiting here for so long for you, and you just <laughs> get in a boat and go. But You're shambling okay. along with like just bones hanging out and most of your face gone. Like, I'm going to get in the boat, guys. Okay, you, you go in the boat. Is I'm- this cruise all-inclusive? <laughs> So they do this and they wait for him to come back. Mm-hmm. They wait for 13 years. Hmm. And they would have waited longer, except in 1921, a hurricane sweeps the mausoleum <laughs> and the body of Cyrus Teed is swept out into the ocean uh-huh. and he is never seen again. Oh, uh-huh. and then did they get to disintegrate? <laughs> in a manner sure. of speaking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they petered out, mm-hmm. you could say. Okay. Eventually they all die out. Mm-hmm. They lasted basically to like the 70s, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they all kind of died out. And again, they're celibate, so they're, it doesn't pass on to anyone. Mm-hmm. But uh, but of course, as we know, Cyrus, as we discussed, Cyrus's followers spent all that sexual energy mm-hmm. focusing on resurrection. And they never got to finish that business. So they, even though they are dead, I regret to inform you, Patrick, mm-hmm. they're still there waiting for Cyrus <sighs> to resurrect in their ghostly forms. The land is now a state park. At least part of it is. Uh, a lot of the original commune is preserved there. You can go check it out in the museum form. There are shadow people fucking everywhere. Oh, finally. I mean, they're they not fucking, though. No, no sorry. They are <laughs> shadow, There are fucking shadow people everywhere. Sorry. 
you would never. Oh, for all of eternity, getting their rocks off. <laughs> just... <laughs> Cyrus, you son of a bitch. This is just as fun as I thought it would be. <laughs> and now we can do it forever. Thank you, Cyrus. Your final gift to us. Immortality. So there are shadow people everywhere, all over the compound. There's a lot on the trails. Um, they will disappear as soon as you get close to them, usually. But sometimes they stay uh, until you are unnervingly close. Mm. There are also disembodied voices in a lot of the buildings. There are, of course, floating orbs of light. Mm-hmm. Classic. Some folks, every now and then, you'll get people who take pictures of buildings. And a lot of the buildings are locked in them. You can't go in them. Mm-hmm. Some of them you can, but a lot of them you know, you can't because they're being preserved. So people take pictures of those buildings. And every once in a while, someone will look at their photos and they will find people in early 1900s dress standing inside, staring back at them through the window. And the going theory here is that the ghost will continue to haunt the park until Cyrus Teed resurrects from uh, inside the belly of whatever shark uh, (laughs) ate him up and he swims his chewed up ass back to Florida. And, uh, And I'll tell you, I wish him all the best of luck. I wish him all luck. So if you want to go check out the weird history of the Koreshans and see if you can find the ghosts of the people waiting for mm-hmm. Cyrus Teed to resurrect, you mm-hmm. can do that. It's in Florida. It mm-hmm. looks like it, it looks like it's in a good part of Florida. Yeah. Right on the coast. It's I nice. would be really careful though, really careful if you're just gonna like hop in your car and punch in uh Koresh cult compound into your GPS. Be real careful as to where it's taking you before. You're going to be specific about which Koresh cult compound because it's more than you think. (laughs) Oh, boy. Hey, you go to Florida and you're going to Florida soon for Disney Mm -hmm. World. Yeah. And you got a family in Florida. I will stop by the the family-friendly Koresh cult compound, perhaps. (laughs) Disney World. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Great. Well, oh, and I have other good news. So that's the end of our story, but I have good news. We uh, we had quite a few suggestions for how to close the show. Oh, oh I so, forgot. Yes, uh, So I'm going to try one out this week, and we'll okay. see how it goes. Okay, okay. Okay. Uh, but first, we should tell you, Is This a Ghost is a production of Smith Show Media. All the notes this week, a lot of notes. Wow, we're taken by me, Clayton Smith, and all the funny jokes are from Patrick Dean. Our video editor is Jennifer Swanson. Our audio editor is Jeremy Montoya. And that's it for us today. Take care, everybody, because if you don't, we might be talking about you in the next episode of Is This a Ghost? Do you like that one? That was okay. Yeah, that was, that was pretty well thought out, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. A little threatening, but... Yeah, I mean... Strong energy. Strong yeah. energy. 